to Window of Opportunity, a Stargate Rewatch podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel. And today we're talking about Stargate SG-1 Season 1, Episode 20, Politics. I forgot the name of the episode for a second there. And not only are we talking about it, but we're talking to it. Yes, so we're doing something a little different today, people, since this episode is like... 90% a clip show, we're going to do this commentary style. So if you want to watch along with us, uh, go grab a drink, grab some snacks, get your Netflix queued up, uh, hit pause on this podcast, and once you have everything set, come on back and hit play again, and uh, we'll talk you through this. You can see how funny we are on command. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be interesting. (laughs) No, it'll be good. Uh, it may not be difficult. Yes. All right. Um, also, for listeners at home, you will not be hearing the audio of the episode through this podcast because we don't want MGM to, like, copyright us and, like, shut us down. So if you want to know what's happening in the episode, it's probably a good idea to get it queued up and ready to go so you know what's happening. Um if we want to pause it for anything, we'll say pause so that you guys can pause too. And, you know, we'll all keep in sync with everybody. And, um, yeah, Are you I think to be describing what's going on as we're watching. I mean, yeah, you know, we'll be talking about what's happening on screen. I don't think we need to be describing so much since the people will be watching and they can see. Man walks into room brooding, brooding. Yeah, I don't Everyone's think... brooding. God damn it. Everyone's brooding. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we need to get that specific with it this week, so. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, let's give it a shot and, you know, let us know what you guys think about this kind of thing, because there's a few more of these episodes throughout the season, and we thought this might be sort of a fun way to do it, since there's not really a whole lot of new stuff to talk about in these episodes. Um, So, yeah. There might be be new old things that we remember. Yeah, that's true. That we forgot to talk about the first time. Possibly. But that's when we say pause. Oh, hey, I wanted to say this thing earlier and then I forgot. So I'm going to say it now. All right. Uh, Rachel, you ready? Yep. All right. So let us go in three, two, one, and play. Uh, The good old MGM line where that's not actually a line. It's like 12 different animals, which I always thought was funny. Is it a gold? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, I do have to say, I know, like, that wound on his arm does not look nearly as bad as, like, what actually happened to him, like, how it looked last week. Like, he got hit by a staffleth. That should be, like, burnt, crispy, fried skin. It just looked like a little, like, ketchup or something. That's kind of the way they always are. It's either, like, mm-hmm. dead or meh. I mean, I know the shot, like, grazed him, but... You know, still. Okay, they're currently talking about how Daniel. You we were totally there. Believe your, we totally yeah. believe your story. We just yeah. don't believe your story, like at all. But we totally yeah. believe you. And we have yet another Wizard of Oz reference, which is shall continue throughout the rest of the series because I I personally think the Wizard of Oz is like Jack's favorite movie because I think it was Charlie's favorite movie. So as my oh, little head canon for that because most of the Wizard of Oz references come from him. So. Do you think that anyone has ever cosplayed SG-1 as the Wizard of Oz? Well, SG-1 cosplayed as the Wizard of Oz in season nine. Did they? Okay. Uh, I'm so glad that you remember these things. This will be like the entire time. I'm going to be like, this is an awesome idea. And you're going to be like, Rachel, they did that. (laughs) I just remember because Vala was Dorothy and Michael was the Scarecrow and Joke was the Tin Man. That's right. Yeah. I don't, I haven't ever seen that done in person anywhere, but yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. yeah. This, this is going to be a definitely an ongoing thing where I'm going to be like, that's going to be an awesome idea. Like, and it they is, did. And somebody already did it. Yes. <laughs> oh, Major Samuels, who is now Lieutenant Colonel Samuels. Oh, apparently he kissed enough ass to get a promotion. So con- congrats no. to you, yeah, Samuels. Yeah, so... so- so many times in this episode, when somebody says his name, it really does sound like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, so there's going to be a hearing 
to discuss basically like the validity of the entire just like existence of the SGC. And we get God, oh my like the guy I hate the most in this entire show. He's he's like the Dolores Umbridge of Stargate, where like he's just a guy, but he's just the or like he is worse than the ghoul. I hate him so much. And you can tell that he's evil by his hair. His hair is slicked back. <laughs> yes. The evil ones always have slicked back hair. They do. Ugh. He's awful. Me. Brooding. Brooding? Yes. More brooding. Smarmy Samuels. Wipe that Dramatic smirk music. off your face. Yeah. Mm. Uh, here we go with the opening credits. We're not skipping the intro, people, because I love this music too oh. much. Full-on wow. intro. Break out your oh, interpretive yes. dance. Yeah. And I, okay, I do love this shot here of, like, the, the, the wormhole being in, like, Jack's eye, I think is really cool. That was a good one. Yeah. Whoever thought of that probably should have gotten promoted. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this, because we've talked about it a few times, but um, so the this theme song was the theme, the music my husband and I walked into our wedding reception to. Like when they introduced us, if you remember, because you were there. You probably don't I remember. was there. You were there. But that's how long we've been friends, people. She was at my wedding <laughs> 15 years ago. Woo! Woo! Yeah. I always like trying to like name the episode as the clips like flash by, see if I can remember where they're from. Dramatic, dramatic pause. Politics. Ooh, red phone. Talking on the red phone. Oh, yes. Standing now. next to you, talking on the red phone. Mm-hmm. Hey, he said politics. We got the name of the episode in the episode, people. Oh, already. Yes. Senator Kinsey. Oh, I did see something interesting when I was, like, doing my research for this episode, just in case anything interesting popped up. And the most interesting thing I came across... I think I need to double check it, but apparently it's actually the the House of Representatives that's responsible for like budgetary stuff. So he should actually be Representative Kinsey, not Senator Kinsey. Oh. Yes. Unless there's like a different committee that he's supposed to be part of that deals with money and discretionary spending. But I, I believe yeah, he should be representative and not senator. Do they mention uh, they probably do, and I missed it. Where do they mention, like, what the fake budget is for? Um, well, they say the budget for the SGC is $7.2 billion. And Hammond just said it costs a billion dollars to turn the lights on. So um, I imagine like, a lot of the budget is just power because the Stargate uses a very large amount of power. Right, but or, like if someone was to inquire, hey, what are we spending a billion dollars on over here? Would they be like, mm, I, I believe they, they mention it in here, and it's the, the code name for the SGC is Area 52. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is yeah. Funny. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Everybody's in their dress blues because this is a very important meeting. And of course he's late because he has to have all the power. Mm. <sighs> yes. Even Tilk has sort of dress blues. Yes. Tilk looks much more sort of like streamlined. He usually does. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, why shouldn't we tell him I was in an alternate universe? I think, like, really, Daniel, you don't understand you might why. Actually, you believe me. Like, bring that out. Yeah. Uh, there he is, good old Ronnie Cox, fucking Kinsey, awful. All right, so he's one of those actors that I am sure I have seen like eighty different things with him in it, but when I tried to remember, I just drew blank. He is well like i'm sure you've played politicians before and probably someone's dad and probably someone's angry grandpa with a heart of gold (laughs) and (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> let's see. What might you might know him in? Probably one of the angry judges in Cool Runnings. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, he was he was in Star Trek: Next Generation. All right, that's none of my things so far. Where did he play someone's someone's angry grandpa with a heart of gold? That'd probably be more recent. I do also like how he says "tilk" with like an apostrophe. So yes, there there's an apostrophe mm-hmm. in there. Um, apparently, he was in True Detective. Oh, oh, he was Leverage. He was uh, McSweeten's dad in the DB Cooper job. If you remember that oh. episode of Leverage. All right, there we go. There we go. Someone's there's dad. Yep. Yeah, I mean his IMDb is like whoosh, so. I know, right? He's been in like everything and. Yeah. Yep. That which withers in the shadows yeah. or grows in the shadows withers in like oh fuck you. Well, you know what's interesting about his character is like he starts off where you actually kind of agree he's with not what totally he's wrong. But well, then that's it, the thing, yeah. Yeah. You start off agreeing with him of like, huh, what he's saying makes sense. Like, no, we shouldn't have secrets. You know, secretive yeah. government is never a good thing. It's never hiding anything good, blah, blah, blah. But then by the end, you're like, are you kidding? Yeah, because it devolves into like, here's this guy who has no military experience, has no idea what these people go through. The only thing he's read are like reports that are written on paper that probably leave things out even there and are like I have made up my mind that you are dumb and doing stupid things so I'm closing you down it's like you have no idea what's actually going on like I kind of wish they like took him on a mission or something to be like you want to see let's go you want to see what's out there we'll show you what's out there but yeah. I mean the only thing that I could see him doing if they did that would be like why are you why are you poking the bear Stop it. Yeah, that is probably what he would say. It's like, Just well, leave it alone. Well, we already poked it. The bear has been poked. You know, you can't unpoke a bear. <laughs> that should be the new name for this episode. You can't unpoke, can't a, bear. unpoke a bear. It's going in my notes. You can't unpoke a bear. <laughs> That'll be the next memo. Yes. <laughs> this is why the Stargate program should be allowed to continue. You can't unpoke a bear. Yes. America. <laughs> <laughs> astrophysics astrophysics which is you know we know this much about i say as i hold my fingers like two centimeters apart you know oh freaking pandora's box analogy Ugh. dan is which, not wearing glasses no apparently his arm being hurt means he can't he can't put on his glasses with his other hand <laughs> i guess so i think are they hooked in his shirt they were at one point like hooked like in his like on the collar of his t-shirt for a little oh. while oh we can't see I, oh now. i think they're still there because you can see it's like dipping down a little bit oh so, oh yeah there it is you could just see the edge of it yeah. yeah they're like hooked in the collar so he has them yeah. he's just not wearing them so i do wonder so it's like so i Whenever characters take off their glasses, I'm like, okay, so does this mean you're nearsighted or farsighted? Because, like, I'm nearsighted, so I always think everybody who wears glasses is nearsighted. Because, like, farsightedness, like, doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Like, I know it's a thing, but it's, like, I don't know. I don't understand it. You can see things far away, but not things that are up close. I don't know. But, yeah. So I wonder, like, is Daniel nearsighted or farsighted? Mm. Are they reading glasses? I know don't know i i'm just i'm personally just freaking blind i can't <laughs> i and can't yeah, see I, anything nope can't even see the e it's on top of the eye chart it's just the blur blob big old blur. Yeah. like that's when you just start naming like celtic runes <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 per year <laughs> I love Jack's the accounting department's up on level three. If you yeah. want to talk numbers, go talk to them, you know. Mm. Money. Yep. Ooh, which one was that? Which was P4A771? I don't. That's what I forgot to Google. Ah. P4A771. I don't. Mm. I 
would like to know if this guy also approves of the existing oh, military budget. That's the one from Solitudes, where they, like, went through, came under fire, and then dialed back home. Oh. And Jack and Sam got sent to Antarctica. That's what it is. Oh. Yes. So, yeah, that's a good planet to take him to. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't, I think that's just automated defense against anybody coming through the gate on that planet, not, like, antagonistic specifically towards SG-1, so... I think you're probably right. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> they come in I'm ships. not convinced of that. I don't, why? What What makes Real. you think you know anything about this? From talking to you for five minutes, you, you know more than us. They'll come in ships. Oh, we know they're coming in ships. Like, we know <laughs> this is happening. So... Didn't. I mean, didn't he read the reports that, like, that's how they got to the planet in the first place? <sighs> apparently he skipped that one. From the, Apparently he skipped the movie uh, <laughs> mission report. <laughs> so. Speaking of which, I realized watching this one that some of the clips are from the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't, you know, until the yeah. rewatch. I didn't realize that. Of, huh. Yeah, that's the movie. Yeah, they got the licensing for that scene. Yeah, it was actually fun because yesterday's um, quiver watch party was the Stargate movie, so I got to watch the movie again. I haven't watched it in a while. It was pretty good, wasn't it? I I rewatched it myself. Like the like the CGI still kind of really holds up. (laughs) Shockingly, I think they use some of the same CGI in the show, like some of the same clips, possibly of the. Yeah. wormhole clips yeah. also i always was under the impression that the kowalski character was the french stewart character no mm-hmm. yeah wrong about that one. Already. yeah yeah so because the guy that they have on the show that's kowalski totally looks like he should be french french stewart's like alter ego double guy he really yeah he really does Dre akavone yeah 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 so yeah, I always thought he was supposed to be that character. No, yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. We do get the interesting information in here that apparently Children of the Gods took place on February 10th. So, yeah, February 10th of this year, which so I'm guessing this episode aired in 98, but I'm guessing it's still like 97 in mm. world because we're still in February 98. Oh, I didn't even do that little opening thing that I do. He just got right into it. But February 27th, 1998 oh, was okay. when this aired. So, yes. Oh, here's when they go yes. into the clips. Here we go. Yep, back to the end of Children of the Gods first is what we're getting when, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> with Apophis and his amazing hat. Like You know, the thought I had for this was, we never actually hear what that actor's voice sounds like, and it would be really great if, if when the voice modulation wasn't doing, like, sorry, when the voice modulation wasn't doing anything, it feels like, hey, guys. <laughs> How you doing, one Lynch? Yeah. Oh, Peter Williams has a lovely voice just by himself. Have you yeah. seen him in conventions? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. I, I, I spent an evening cuddled in his lap. Oh, my. <laughs> Well, then you would know his voice. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And oh yes, my. Jack can save these people. He can save I them. I feel like there's a really big story that you're just glossing right over with that whole I spent it. I spent an evening in his lap. Well, my leg, my legs were like over his, like I was sitting next to him. And then we, we got kicked out of Moxie's because we were, it was the end of the dessert party. And they were like, we're closing. And we're like, okay, sorry. So we went out to the lobby I sat down first on one of the bench seats. He sat next to me and then Aaron sat on the other side of him and he just like grabbed my legs and like put them in his lap. I was like, okay, sure. Why not? No mind if I do. No mind if I do. <laughs> How tall is he? Um, He is taller than me. Not Ooh. by much. I'd say like probably like six six one. Like he's like a little bit, but not much. I don't mm. think. Delightful. Yes. I wonder if I can find that online.
he's from Jamaica, if you did not know. Oh. Mm. Right, not available. Well, what good are you, Celebs Age Wiki? Does Teal'c look thinner to you? He like, does. Like he's he was, bulked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was very thin early on. And, yeah, he definitely bulked up over the seasons. It's like, don't, yay, I don't have to fit into my yeah. Jaffa uniform anymore. I can wear what yeah. I want. Yeah. I don't understand what Kinsey's, like, getting at here. He's like, you had the enemy in the palm of your hand. No, they, they didn't. No. Like, I don't. Not really. We were running no. for our lives. Again, it's that point of you only know what's written on the paper, which is an account of what happened, yes, but is not the entire story, you know, of everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand what he's like getting at here. It's weird. I know. He's trying to prove every time of like, they're really stupid. You beat them on every turn. Not, like, not really. No. Spaceship. They are technologically advanced enough to have spaceships. Yeah. You think huh? the United States Air Force with our jets and measly guns are going to hold them off? Like, no. Technologically advanced enough to have spaceship. That really should be all yeah. you need. Yeah. They have spaceships. Oh, but you can take one down with an air missile. Yeah, the little dinky freaking death glider thing. (sighs) He's like, death glider. I think that really, that just needed quotes. He really should have been doing the finger quotes there. Mm -hmm. Like, because, yeah. Oh, Daniel's got his glasses on now. Oh, hey, there they are. Yay. Yay. Much more powerful. Oh, gates opening. Oh, here goes the gate. gate. You know what's interesting? He looks scared right there. He does. He's like, what's happening? (gasps) Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. He he looks scared. He does. Mm. There is. Apparently he thinks there is something worth worrying about. I don't know. Yes, very dramatic music. Do you think it's odd that they don't really give Daniel any sort of like fancy up outfit to wear that he's just wearing like black t-shirt and jacket? I know. It's like, I know he's a civilian and he's injured, but... Maybe he should have been wearing a suit or something. Yeah, like maybe something. Oh, here we have the Knox, the first death of SG-1. Here we go. It's the episode where where he did nothing but like stand there in the woods. Yep. (laughs) Are they here? Part of our discussion. (laughs) And Apophis is still in the same place in the woods because... Are they they over here? No. Over there? No. Not over there. I'm just going to stand right here and look around in a circle. Uh, and Sam B just is dumb again. Is his whole outfit supposed to be made of gold? Or is it just fun gold color? I think it's supposed to be, like, made of gold. Because, you know, he's the god. He's the one in charge. He gets the super fancy expensive outfits yeah that moves and flexes like it's rubber even though it's not (laughs) oh i'm gonna put in a fun fun fact real world thing that i learned today what did you learn today being that in our current times the olympics are going on right now i learned that the medals for the athletes are all made out of recycled phone parts what like, they've harvested the gold and silver and bronze out of, like, they, for Japan specifically and, like, around the world, the different countries, they had people donate their old phones. And they huh. harvested the medals out of them to make the the Olympic athlete medals. That's really cool. Isn't it? It was yeah. a, you know, nod to sustainability. Yeah. Oh, here's the clip from the movie. We have yeah. Ross ship landing 
on Abydos. Yep. Which I do wonder how much of this movie and the sort of specifically that was like miniature and how much was CGI because there's some stuff that I think is miniature because it just looks too real for the time to be mm. CGI. Like when the sandstorm comes in, there's that sort of that outer wall of the village that you see and the sandstorm blows in. Yeah. Like, I think that has to be a miniature because it just looks far too real. Yeah. To I, I would be inclined to agree with you. Yeah. I've always wanted to take a class on old, like, you know, early movie special effects because now it it really is you just automatically think, oh, it's CGI. I can do it on do it on the computer. But I would love to learn how they, you know, like even in super old movies, how did they do the credits? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that before computers and things. I would I would love to take a class and learn all those things. That would be cool. There they go, through the gates as Woo. dirt explodes through behind them. Yes. Why did they ever get rid of that, like, you know, sanitizing thing that's just right there in front of the gate? Like, that should have just been a permanent fixture. I don't uh, know. You know but the, decon- the, ca- the decontamination spray should be a permanent fixture in front of the gate. So, in part of my completely forgetting, like, what th- what clips they were going to bring up in this, I found it really funny that he mentions, like, all the same things that we did. I'm like, <laughs> you so you me. almost brought the plague to the planet about yeah. five times. Let me list them for you. And I was yeah. like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, everything we talked about. Yeah, that's the part where it's like, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got a point. Damn it. Until he starts talking about God will protect us from God. the, from you know the aliens. You know going to protect you? By creating the SGC is yeah. how God will protect you. Like, yeah. oh. <sighs> this blue crystal thing. I'm just like, how is it a life form? Like, who thought, let's make blue crystals a life form. Like a sentient life form, even, you know? Mm. That's, you know, I don't know. Whenever there's just very, very non humanoid sentient aliens in TV shows, I'm always just like, where, like, how? Because Ooh. there's no brain, there's no brain, you know, the organs, like, how, like, how is that thing moving and, and talking? Because it's a, crystal it like I don't I don't maybe I'm just not smart enough to understand that's where sci-fi gets its glory where they're like we don't have to explain it you just have to believe that it's possible I know it's the beauty of sci-fi yes because they're not right because they're wrong that's why he switched sides you idiot like I feel like this guy's just like being argumentative to be argumentative he's not even really trying to make a point he's just trying to argue with them he is that is yeah he is oh yeah because he keeps like talking himself in circles he does oh you don't care about other worlds not even this world just this country that's how smart mm-hmm. he is. He's like, he doesn't even care about other countries on this planet. Yeah, he only cares about this one, which I get, yes, you live here. But also when the Gould come, they're not attacking the United States. They're attacking the whole fucking planet. Like, yeah, I, I, just, <sighs> I, I have expected him by the end of this conversation to just be like, I don't even really believe you're an alien. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I could see that. He's just like. Okay, just open open your stomach and like show him the parasite there. That would freak him out enough. Oh yeah, they probably should have done that. Why didn't they? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they do that? Oh, okay. uh, here we go. Death of Kowalski. Yeah, Aww. they totally thought he was French Stewart. No, okay. No. I do still wonder in the scene, how did Tilt get in there? Because he wasn't in there like 10 seconds ago and it was a very different part of the facility when 
you know, Kowalski was in the control room. Like, where, how how did Tilt get in there that Isn't fast? there a door on either side or no? Well, yeah, but the doors were, like, closing and, like, he was nowhere near there. He was hiding behind the gate the whole time. <laughs> uh, did we go through the back of the gate? Yeah. I do find it interesting. So I think the one interesting thing about how the fact that even when he's controlled by the gold, he was still able to start the self-destruct just sort of shows that, like, the person is not gone. You know, once the ghoul takes over, like, Kowalski's knowledge is still there. Yeah. You know, which I think is interesting Mm -hmm. that it's not, it's almost, it's almost symbiotic (laughs) because, you know, yeah, yeah, the ghoul sort of has priority, but the ghoul can know what the host knows, you know? Mm-hmm. So. That's a whole sci-fi subject of how do you actually tap into somebody's memories, like, physically? Yeah. yeah. Like, I know they wrap around your brain, you know, the spine and, like, the base of the skull, but... Yeah. How... March of this year, so just a month later, we have Broke a Divide, where everybody turned into Neanderthals. <laughs> so, yeah, and General Hammond had to be like, yeah, there's a really gross, nasty plague here, President, so I need you to, like, authorize me to, like, shoot everybody if I have to, because... <laughs> and I love how they're like, there won't be a next time. Really? Because you don't seem to have learned anything in no. the ways of quarantine protocol. No, they really haven't. They really haven't. And I get, like, you can't really show that, because it would just drag down an episode and blah, blah, blah. But, like, there's not what? even, like, reference to it, like, in the debriefing of episodes where it's like, yeah, quarantine was, we were fine, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I do have to say that this scene from Broke a Divide is like Richard Dean Anderson is just so good. It is good. In this. He's, mm-hmm. yeah, he really knocked it out of the ballpark in this one. Agreed. Yeah. I think, I don't remember I talked about this the first time, but I found it really funny how she proceeds to say, no, I can't give you any more sedative because you've already had twice as much and it's really dangerous. And then she's just like, all right, fine. Okay, (laughs) have some more. (laughs) And the fact that in this in this little speech, she says it's a histalinamine or whatever it is. And like she didn't like how do you not make the connection to histamine, antihistamine if you know it works with the histamine receptors in the body. Like how Mm -hmm. I just, I still don't believe how long it took them to like get to the answer of high dose of antihistamines, clear it right up. Like, but bam. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I can't give you any more sedative. It'll kill you. Oh, all right. I'm all right. Give me the syringe that you have handy. I don't yeah. even need to know the dosage. Nope. <laughs> yeah. The makeup is really good too, with like like the brow and like the cheekbone. You yeah. Know, like the, the really, sort of reshaping of his face. They they should have yeah. kept the makeup artist for this. Yeah. For brought them, <laughs> brought them back, for, back for that other one. Yeah. Yeah, that was not. That really was not great. <laughs> It really was just like silly putty on the face. It was, yeah. <sighs> Must have been an intern. Yeah. Intern's big day. Yep. Somebody doing like a college placement. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Histaminolytic. Histaminolytic, that means it works with the histamine receptors, and you have allergies. Know what histamines and antihistamines are. Come on, Dr. Fraser. I can hear you clapping with it. Are you doing the Karen clap? (laughs) Get with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
said good. Yeah. Yeah, for to reach the general population and the, the, the cure was go get a shot from somebody. I think we've seen how <laughs> how well that would work. How well that would have gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, get vaccinated, people. If you're not vaccinated, go get vaccinated. It's have the you, easiest thing you can do. Have you, seen the comments on, have you seen the comments on social, social media where people are like, well, we can't really use the phrase avoid it like the plague anymore yeah. because we've all seen how much that really works. Yeah, because apparently we don't. Because people are like, I'll do my own research. You know who's already done the research? The CDC. Whose people's whose job it is to do the research. Guess what? I'm going to believe those people and not... Aunt Jolene from Des Moines, I you know, go get vaccinated. It's safe and good. Fine. The alternative is much worse. So there yeah. we go. Oh, the makeup in this one was really good too. In the old man one. Yeah. Although there is one part late in the episode where you can see the sort of like on the side of his face, it starts. It must have been like late in the filming day because like one edge kind of near his sideburns yeah. start kind of popping up like late in the mm-hmm. episode but you know yeah. lights are hot and stuff so lights are hot and stuff <laughs> stuff and things it's, it's so true and her makeup's really good she looks pretty yeah i always love the identify what season of sg1 it is by sam's haircut <laughs> <laughs> no. oh. yeah I do wonder though if the the microorganism that's like aging the people so it was made to work on people like an organic form those are rubber gloves how how is it working on non-organic material you know this that little microorganism thing like I don't know. Well, it's from that comment of it's trying to spread, that always made me think like it was trying to eat through the glove to get to her. Like it sensed. Oh, it sensed organic material. Yeah. I must get there. Yep. Okay. That could that's work. What I was, that's what I was thinking. Was this when we first started tracking our memos? I think so. Yeah. With the don't eat the cake. Yeah. <laughs> Company <laughs> memos. Don't. Eat don't. the cake. Don't have sex with people. No, don't <laughs> eat cake. Don't have sex. <laughs> no yeah. sexual activity with aliens. Yes. Which I think all of them break at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, who does Teal have sex with? Does Teal have sex with anybody else? Well, he meet, he gets with a... I mean, he's alien himself, so I don't know how, you know... But there is that that woman, that other like female Jaffa in yeah. later seasons that he kind of gets with, whose name I don't remember. Her, her name is Bounty Bow Bow. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's that. Oh, hey, we made these people on this planet live like a hundred times longer than they're used to living. Go us. Go us. Okay. Did you actually follow through on your, like, plan to provide support to them for what to do with their thousands and thousands <laughs> of days that they have now? Because I really hope you did. You know, how to help them with that. have the infrastructure to deal with everything. And, like, the population explosion? Good Lord. Well, didn't they... So they mentioned here that, like, they followed up with, like, SG something just yeah. got back from visiting them. So hopefully that's a yes. Okay. Yeah. They didn't just show up and go, still alive? Okay, bye. Yeah. (laughs) I do wonder how pregnancy works on that planet, because you have 100 days. So are you pregnant for, like, three days or something? Like, that would have to hurt so much with how your organs shift and your body grows, like, during pregnancy. Like, over nine months, it's uncomfortable enough. You shrink that down to, like, what, a week? That's got to suck. A lot. Yeah, you'd wonder why they'd have babies at all. Like, yeah. hell no. 
and do you have your period like every other week? Like, <laughs> are the women just constantly bleeding? Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be every other week. Wouldn't it be like it'd be quicker than that, or wouldn't it? It have to be. God, oh, yeah, would they would just be constantly bleeding. It would. Oh, that's not good. That's good. They obviously did not think this through thoroughly enough. No. <laughs> A woman was not involved in the writing of that episode. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go, where Daniel's like, I was in an alternate reality. You know what, though? He started off really well, where yeah. all he said was, I encountered a civilization technologically much like this one. And then yeah. it's actually Carter that that just make, takes it to a wrong place. <sighs> like this. She didn't need to be like, we think he went to an alternate reality. Yeah. They could have played it off like what happened on alternate universe Earth happened on P3R233 is how they could have played it. Like, here's a thing that happened on this planet. They were similar to us. We have reason to believe they may have had similar encounters with the ghouls. Well, it's kind of what Daniel starts off making it sound like. Yeah. And then they take it to the crazy place. Yeah. I don't, I really have no idea how they actually thought this would go, like, (laughs) go their way. Yeah. They're going to attack us. Yeah. See, he needs time to assemble his army. Assemble! Gould, assemble! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just go find out. You would think that by the time we detect their approach, it's kind of too late. I'm yeah, not really sure. Yeah, that's exactly the point. Yeah, by the time we know where they are, it's too late to do anything about it. Yes. Yeah. I do well, love I'm- how Daniel just like gets quiet. He's like, they're because it was like they're gonna, you know, all this. They're very excited and all this stuff at time, and then it's just like they're coming. Like he just gets quiet and very serious. And, and you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Not yep, this is where he goes to the oh. place. There is one God, oh. sir. <sighs> yeah, and he made this facility to protect us from the alien invasion. That's it's like that, you know, that's sort of like the man who's like in a town that's flooding. And people come are like, here, come with us, we'll help you. And he's like, no, I'm fine, God will save me. And then, you know, we get the water gets higher and higher, and he's on his roof, and some guy in a boat comes by. He's like, here, I'm in a boat, come with me, I'll save you. And then he does, and he's like, no, it's fine, God will save me. And then, you know, he drowns, and he goes to heaven, and he's like, God, why didn't you save me? He's like, I did. I sent, like, a truck and people to help you. That's the help. a truck and a boat, and you should have taken Yes. That's how God helps people. Mm. he's not just going to like fly down from heaven and interview with the ghoul. That's not how it works. Well, in that Uh, case, you would think that this guy would believe in the ghoul. God has arrived. Oh, wait. Yeah. Fuck you, Samuels, too. Go away. You're not any better. Take your greasy hair with you. Yes. Colonel Samuels. Sanders. Oh, like, we can't even, like, send Tilk home, because it's, like, if we couldn't get Kinsey to change his mind, then she's just done. No more gate travel. It's, like, but, uh, Well, so, fun fact is I really don't remember how this all plays out, so... (laughs) Oh, we'll find out next week! (laughs) I know. So, in me watching this, Tilk requesting her leave, I would have just sent Tilk through the gate when another team comes back yeah because i mean they have to leave the gate open until everybody's home so they can't literally turn off the lights so how are they gonna know if they dial one place and let some people go away i'm saying like whatever planet those teams are coming back from just send teal to one of them at the same time uh uh what huh what I'm confused. Like SG 
27 is coming back from planet XYZ. Just send Tilk to planet XYZ. And then he can go wherever he wants from there. Okay, so like dial a planet where people already are. And they can be like, we had to send supplies. No, no. At the same time, the other teams come back. You can't do if If you have an incoming wormhole, you can't go out an incoming wormhole. So, like, if, if the gate is dialed from off-world, you can't go through it from our side and end up on that planet. Wormholes are one way. And we get our first to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. That's from the movie. Wormholes are one way is from the movie. That's actually a French Stewart line. Wormholes are one <laughs> way. Wormholes are one way. Because when they, it's like right after they first get there and Daniel's like, I don't know what the address for earth is i thought the tablets would just be right there and one of the other guys is like well can't they just dial us in from earth and frencher's like no wormholes are only one way so i'm trying to think if okay so i'm trying to think if there's ever any moment that's contradicted that no that has never been contradicted okay yep yeah wormholes are one way well, what happened if what would happen if you jumped into it when it was coming? Would you just like get spit back out? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've ever tried that. So no, I don't know what would actually happen if you actually walked into an incoming wormhole. You'd be the judge. If, would you just what like happened? disappear? Yeah. Would you guys, yeah, so what would happen if you walked out? if you walked into an incoming wormhole? Would you just yeah like would you die? Or would, yeah, you just come back out like you had actually just come from wherever the incoming wormhole is? Or would you just sort of, like, walk through it and then, like, fall off the back of the ramp? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, face plant on the floor yeah. of the gate room. <laughs> oh. I really want to know. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I really want to Google this in, like, a really funny way. Where it's just, like, what happens when you go in and out a wormhole? <laughs> and just see uh, what happens if you go through a wormhole the wrong way. Yeah. What, that what happens? Funny. What happens if you go through a wormhole the wrong way? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we've ever tried it on the show, but I do know it has been discussed on the show and is uh, a, for one, one, of, one of the very few concrete things along with the 38 minutes so yeah. oh i see so we can come back from the dead as many times as we want <laughs> we get through plagues and somehow not have to quarantine ourselves no matter how yeah. many plagues we go through but oh no 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 you no. cannot go through a wormhole <laughs> the other way that is just crossing the line that is pure madness yes pure madness yep crazy talk get yeah. out of the room yes Okay. Um, so, uh, do we have any memos from this episode? Um, don't put judgmental assholes in charge <laughs> of space exploration money. Well, I think Jeff Bezos just broke that memo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that upheld that upholds my memo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, politics, I think, is, is sort of fairly obvious about why it's named politics. I think it's an appropriate title for this episode, considering, you know, what goes on in it. I think it is it is a clever framing device for a clip show, I think, in terms of all of the clip shows that have existed in other shows and stuff. It, I think it works. Um, but I decided to just, like, look up the definition of politics just no. to see. And... Uh, Politics is the activities associated with the governance of a country or other area, especially the debate or conflict among individuals or parties having or hoping to achieve power. So that's the very definition of politics for you. So, yes. So what do you think of this episode? How do you like it? Where does it rank for you? I mean, this this definitely was not, surprisingly, this was not one of the episodes like so many that I watched in the first season where like in the first two minutes I was like, oh, that's right, this one. I, I am drawing completely blank on 
what happens <laughs> and what clips they play and how this plays out. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's indicative that this was not one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's <laughs> fine. Like, you know, this is like sort of the days before DVDs and like replays and everything. So if people find this show in like the middle of the season, kind of having a sort of recap episode before the season ends, like sort of makes sense, especially in sort of a sci-fi scenario where there's a bunch of, you know, techno babble and stuff to make people familiar with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely in like, you know, the lower half of the season. I would I would rate it as meh. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> I give it a meh. Meh. Okay. That works for me. On a scale of one to hmm, it was a meh. <laughs> I like that scale. It's a good scale. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, if if you're still listening at this point, uh, thank you very much for staying tuned to us as we nattered away at this episode. Please, seriously, let us know like what you think of this whole commentary type format, and if we should do it again, or just no, just no. If it if it's a hard no, please let us know, and we'll right. figure out something else to do next time this comes up. Um, <laughs> but, all four of you yes <laughs> but thank you for listening you can find us on twitter at sg underscore rewatch or send us an email at woo that's w-o-o-s-g rewatch at gmail.com don't forget to rate and review us please and we will see you next time for within the serpent's grass bye everybody bye